0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Esports Connected. I'm your host, Megan Van Petten, and today is such a great day. We have our member, Harold McKinney II, uh, here today to talk to us about the Esports Drifters Association and um, all that he's been up to out of, I think, Dallas, right, Harold?
1: Yes, madam I'm from Dallas.
0: Welcome to the show. Thank you for being our guest
1: today. No problem. Thank you for having me.
0: Well, your your audio sounds great. You've got some fancy stuff. And those of you that are that are not watching and some great uh and some some great gear on today. So tell us a little bit about what, what you're up to.
1: Uh so lately what I've been up to, um, I've currently been we're currently ESDA our Esports Drift Association. We're currently in the off-season. But um, recently, we had a trip to um, DreamHack Atlanta, and we had a chance to showcase uh, what drifting was and virtual drifting is to um, a bigger side of the esports realm. Um, it went really well. Um, people liked it. Some people didn't even know this even existed, and it, and it blew their eyes, and they <laughs> they loved it. Um um, but currently we're still in, we're currently still in all season. We're still planning for, um, for upcoming events that are currently in the talks and upcoming plans are still in the talks. So, um, I'm just, uh, currently still, I'm just an always busy guy.
0: Yeah. I remember you attended our Dallas meetup at Kevin Vela's law firm. Do you remember Dr. Mark, um, was there sitting on that panel and he said, one of the hardest things in business is having to educate over and over and over, but that's really what you're doing. I'm sure your ears really perked up when you heard him say that, do you remember? Yes,
1: yes, I did, and I actually I actually enjoyed that event. It was a phenomenal event. Um, got to meet and connect with a lot of other esports and also business marketing people as well. So I cannot wait for the next one to happen here in Dallas. So uh, it's really a great thing that you put on, Megan, too get everybody in the city connected with each other.
0: It's a wonderful opportunity. Um I think that as much as people don't realize how much we really do want to be together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if anybody can can um can, can can argue with gamers really more than anybody. Just love community and are such a stand for it. And it was such a, it was, it was so opposite than when people thought, oh, you know, so-and-so is in their basement playing or, or by themselves. And really (laughs) they were the most popular person in the household. So it's, it's been a, it's been a wonderful opportunity, um, to see this industry, how local to global it really is. So tell us, let's, let's just go back. Like, how did you get started how did you fall in love with uh with racing and every and drifting and tell and and for those of us that don't know do you want to share about what what the drift is
1: yeah so i could give a I guess i could give a little backstory about what drifting is then go i guess and i follow along but i guess a little bit on my history so sure. so the Esports drifting association we're currently the largest north american virtual drift series currently in the country um and one of the largest in the world so if you watch like i guess real life drifting we can just put for instance like drift masters or formula drift um we do the exact same thing um just like the IRL drifters do but in a virtual world so we have like qualifying then from qualifying we have our top 32 battles and we narrow the battles from 32 to 16 to 8 um and so on to get to the finals and and um uh, then we we crown a winner. So but more what drifting is, um I guess I guess for an easy standpoint, if people have seen Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift, that's kind of a general idea, but just completely off the street. So we have actual um just on actual real life courses, you could say, or virtual courses. So you picture, um, for qualifying, you picture one car going sideways, hidden. You have to hit certain amount of, uh, you can say, spots on the course to maximize your points. And that is how you would get ranked for qualifying. For battles, you have, we call it tandem battles. So you have a lead and you have a follow. The lead driver's job is to put down that same qualifying run as best as possible. And the chase driver is to mimic that while staying close to the lead driver um, throughout the entire course. So they both drivers get two runs, lead and chase, and after both runs, the judges will make their call and from there, a winner will be determined. Um, so to go along about more outside of my history how I got started, um, at first, I honestly was not into race. I was in the racing because it, it kind of grew along with my my dad. Because my dad was in the drag racing, um, but more for me, I was more in the gaming. Our um, first got started into more of anime, more of anime fighters or fighting games, um, and um, I actually had a talk with actually one of our members, um, Ryan Champ. Um, he because he's really known in the fighting community. Um, but I, I got started in fighting games. Um, I was somewhat successful in it. I've I managed to hit top rank in one of the anime fighters called Naruto the Broken Bun. This is an old fighting game. Way, this is like, this is back when I was 16. So so I decided to, you know, I want to tackle something new. So um, I got into racing games, which was um, for the motorsport. Um, I was playing racing games way before that. I was playing Need for Speed, um, Gran Turismo. But I saw Fools and Motorsport as that game where it really stood out. So I got into that in 2009, 2008-ish, 2009. Um, I took a year, got more, you know, got to know the community good. Then a year after that, I'd say, you know what? I want to become a, a tournament organizer. So I started – um organizing my own competitions. From there, people liked it and gave me, you know, positive criticism how this can improve or this needs to go. Um, Then from there, we branched it along to a comp called um, before ESD, it was called Virtual Formula Drift. Um, We ran alongside of it for three or four years. Um, Then we decided to change the name around in 2016. We decided to change the name to the Esports Drift Association. Um, the reason why we changed it to that name was because we didn't want to step on the foots along the, foot so long the actual comp formula drift, which they already knew that we had this going and they actually loved it. But we told them we don't, you know, we don't want to go into any legal issues or anything like. Even though it wasn't going to go that way, we just want to respect their name. So sure. we went to the eSports Drift Association and things were going really great. Um, then I think Forza Motorsport 6, it happened um, early 2017. We got a message from the actual community um, department from, from Forza and they seen one of our events on the live stream and said, hey, we got an event in March or April, um, an invitational coming with the forza racing championship and they said we would like to have drifting to be involved so i said yeah so um we got invited to new york we flew um me uh one of our staff members and we also flew two of our drivers out to new york to demonstrate drifting um and they loved it. The the, the the devs loved it. The community people loved it. We also had a lot of content creators that loved it and didn't even know that um, they knew Drifting existed, but not on a competitive level, on a virtual competitive level. And that event was a huge success. Um, We went on that game for another two more years after that. Then we decided to take uh, another step further to a more bigger sim racer called Settle Corsa. Um which at the time was pretty much for drifting. It was, it's, it's pretty much was the, the go-to game to go to for drifting because you could do a lot of engine data, um, the modding, the modding culture was there. So it, it was just like, you know what? Let's take a dive into a set course and see how it treats us. And literally within the first season, we started picking up traction and, and picking up sponsors. Um, that was the first year um, we picked up Next Level Racing. Um, Then the following season after that, we picked up uh, Moza Racing and um, a 3D printing company called 3D Wrap. And still to this day, um, happily, they're still our sponsors and still supporting us. And and this year, uh, we've taken a new approach to our format and making a lot of stuff more open to everybody. So we have partnered up with many leagues around the world um for opportunity for drivers around the world to earn points to earn into into this 2024 season of ESDA.
0: It you know, it's a real skill. I I have always enjoyed racing myself, um, obviously virtually sim racing and um ne- never ever behind an engine. <laughs> so but I, I, I mean, I I am just very not good at it and, and it's just hilarious because (laughs) I just don't have it, whatever it takes. Um, and I was just, there was a brain study that I was just informed about that the, as the, um, as, as you're, as you're watching the brain while a racer's racing, it's the same, um, cognitive Um, neurons that are going off as competing in a sport and not, not the same receptors for addiction, you know, literally the opposite, like healthy, uh, competition neurons going off. Um, so yeah, it's great. And I just have to say that it, it there, there's just talent because not only am I not that great on a road, I'm not that great <laughs> on a sim um, or a rig or whatever you want to call it. Cause I just did it. I just did it at the NASCAR last summer again. And you know, it just looks so easy. And for me, it just simply isn't. And I did record one. I have a TikTok on it. I mean, cause I like it. I did the the Chicago street race and um, I just think racing's fun. I, I, I like driving or, you know, I like it. I always have. It's always been one of my video games that I've enjoyed myself, even though I just, I w I don't know what it is, but no matter how much I would practice my, I wouldn't really grow in my progress. Um, I,
1: I, I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really say that because okay, like, for me, I've been like, for me, drifting, like, I've been drifting, like, on a virtual, com- I mean, even though I'm an organizer and everything, but I've also helped a lot of the competitive drivers, you know, their skills. Like, I've been doing this since 2000 and and 2010, I mainly got into focusing on drifting. It nice. it took me, it took me three months to get everything down and it took another year to finally feel comfortable at it. Um, and then that's with me drive doing it on a the controller. Then I went to a wheel in 2014, 2015. And since then I've been on a wheel. So it takes yeah. time. I it mean does. Like, like like a lot. I mean, even going into the more of the racing aspect with people that play iRacing, racing, like the people that you see on a high level on there, yeah, a lot of those got a lot of those drivers or virtual drivers have been racing for almost probably five plus, ten plus years. So um, and even recently we had a person from um Call of Duty. Um, his name is well, his name's Ian Porter, but he goes by Crim Six. He um he recently retired from COD and got into racing. Um, and he's been gradually working his way up. And he's been doing a good job. He's been in it for about maybe about a year and a half now. And um he's been working his way up through the ranks as well. So it's it take it, I tell everybody don't rush yourself cuz it takes time to be at that level cuz yeah. uh, even for the racers and even drifters a lot of us we we've put in a lot of time to get to this point so i so i would say the more it's like those and the um the more practice practice makes perfect
0: well yeah and i think that you know being able to measure your progress is really nice i mean just in life um i think we're going to hear more about that and and the studies of you know the pro- i just love measuring progress um uh, and seeing things improve uh, as just a, a just personally ambitious person um not against people i'm personally ambitious to measure my own success um which is very very personal for me not being very competitive like i harold i want to race you I like racing, seeing how I did, and then setting a goal and improving myself with myself. And And I think that that's one thing that this industry can really provide is that, you know, mental health component and measuring our progress, which is just always a, you know, a wonderful thing for our mental health.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And there's people that I know that's been plan for tim and it just do it casually and just do it for fun so yeah yeah uh, i totally agree
0: i i'm like so success oriented in my own personal thing like when i go on a walk i like to have an errand involved okay. like the whole thing is this yep. it's just i don't know what it is it's it's <laughs> and it and it has nothing to do with anyone else truly um, and I, and I know that, uh, you know, but I just know that about myself. So I love, I love a destination, errand. So I, we'll go on, you know, twenty twenty thousand 20,000 steps today, but we'll achieve, you know, these three, you know, stops. And <laughs> so I, that's what I like about the, the racing for sure. is just the, the measuring my progress. And, um, so boy, I mean, you've had a lot of time here and I, I I love your story. You you you've got a degree, and we'll talk about that. But really cool is so mom and dad, I like this racing. It's working out, and you know, 10, fifteen years ago that wasn't the ideal dream for a parent, but for you to get your, you know, real life education. And to to all the experience you got in tournament organization, I mean, this is like the hottest thing now. So you're like, I told y'all so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell us a little bit about that, because you are an OG.
1: So pretty much, because yeah, I've been I've been gaming even way way before I started playing online with the anime games. I've been gaming since I was five six years old, and. More when I started to get online and start playing games and all of that. I I mean, my parents didn't really think much about it Mm -hmm. until I got flown out to um, New York for the Forza Invitational. And my mom seeing the potential, all of this, all of it, like not even just for racing and just in general for esports in general had Because she started seeing it pop up on TV and ESPN and all just, just everywhere on the Internet. And and TV. Um, but how I got into ESTA, um, I told her about it. My mom had a sit-down with me and we talked about it, and she's told me I would like to support you with this. And she said, like, look, let's go half on this. You you pay half, I pay half for the membership. And I said, Are you sure? You wanna, you know, wanna do this? I mean, I said I have the money. And she said, "You know, just just say that half of the money, put it in, put it back into the business, and do what you need with that." And I paid the other half. She said, "I said, okay, if that's what you want to do, that sounds like a deal." And that's we bought we bought the membership, and that's pretty much how I got into ESTA. And honestly, ever since then, my mom has seen it. She's really have been happy with the progress that I've been making with you, with you know, with the whole with the whole membership and, and everything. Um, she she's been loving it.
0: Well, I mean, we as a, a trade association are so lucky to have you. Um it it was definitely serendipitous that our conference this year for the very first time, and it's our I can't remember if it's our sixth or seventh annual conference, I think it's seven, um, here alongside NASCAR. Um, so, (laughs) you know, it's, it's really cool to just be alongside an event like that. And when I saw Chicago closing their streets down to have a race with the backdrop of this beautiful city, um, I never imagined last year that we would be able to be doing our conference alongside this and having a hundred of our members be able to have a VIP experience. It's, it's, it's mind-blowingly exciting. I can't even tell you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I i I seen, I seen the pictures um, on your social media and everything. And, um, and um, I do keep up with NASCAR here and there as well. Um, I was really big into it when I was a kid. Like I, I actually had people. They say, "Wait, do you know all the old NASCAR drivers?" I said, "Yeah, I grew up <laughs> off the old like all the old NASCAR drivers." But for the Chicago event, because um, it was the first time thing done in Chicago, um, I, I do know it was a sold out event. It was a sold out event. And it was a. I heard it was a great race too, but um, yeah, um, to hearing that they're gonna go back there again is is, is phenomenal.
0: It's so exciting. We're gonna have um e-NASCAR Sims at our event, you know, so we could really again here we are, like exactly what Dr. Mark said was the hardest thing to do is to <clears throat> is to start a business or an association or a club and have such a heavy education component. But I find myself in these opportunities and We're just so honored to be able to showcase, um, you know, esports and the economic impact that it can be for your town, your city, your brand, your neighborhood, your business, you know? Um, Yeah. It's super, super cool. So Harold, here you are, your business is how old the ESP? So,
1: So we, I started in 2011, I think 2010, 2011.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All the way up to 2020, until that point, I did not turn it into an LLC till then. And everybody said, you've been doing this for 10 years. Right. How about you just go ahead and just make this into a business? Yeah. So in 2020, I decided to make it into an LLC, into an actual Great. business. So and so, pretty much we've been going as an actual business for years.
0: Congratulations. And, you know, I think there's just something about that day when you when you incorporate your company, it's just a good day. You get yourself in a, <laughs> an attorney. It's a great isn't day. It. Yeah, it's isn't a great it? day. Um, and when you get the approval and the seal and you save it and you get your own bank account, and it's got the name on it. And, you know,
1: it's yeah, it was a it was a great day. Um, A lot of people in the in the Drifter community. Uh, congratulated me on it they they seen it it was, it was a big step because it's never it's never really been done in the virtual drifting side of the community um um at least in the north american side of turning a virtual comp into an actual business so yes a, a lot of people congratulated me on it and they said that you got a, a lot of opportunities coming since you're an actual business now so and it's it's proven to be true i've been able to gain a lot of sponsors, network mm-hmm. with a lot of people, um, everybody on the outside outsiders said, they asked me about the about ESDA and they say, are are you a business or you an LLC? I said yes, you I am an LLC. And I say perfect. That's that's good for you to have.
0: It is. And even cooler was all the things you've done, all the hands-on work while completing your four-year degree in business. So tell us a little bit about that journey.
1: So, so yes, so throughout my journey to getting my bachelor's, so um, I did get my associates in 2015. Uh, I was still organizing the drifting events at the time, too. And 2018, I decided to, I said, you know what? I took two years out of college. I said, you know what? I need to go back for a bachelor's. So I was still organizing at the time. Um, I started to do online schooling, and pretty much I was doing schooling and running the events, you know, at the same time. Just ba- just pretty much balancing out everything in my life to make sure nothing would interfere with each on each end. And yet, all the way up to 2021, I graduated with my bachelor's in business management, IT, and since then I've. I've enjoyed getting my bachelor's. It's also helped alongside with esDA to help me. Um, it's also taught me ways how to market. Um, it also has taught me ways how to do sponsor proposals and um, just and just talk to different people around the, in the eSports world and also in the um, our motorsports world as well.
0: yeah, the, that's where we have a couple of things that I think are interesting um, for entrepreneurs. I love our elevator pitch, where you can come and pitch your business. You know, just similar, uh, uh, mark, uh, Shark Tank style. Got you. You may want to consider that. I love that for people that are pitching for collaboration, partnerships, and funding. Okay. And the yeah, so that's fun when you're there. Um, And it was inspired by Shark Tank and Mark Cuban.
1: Okay, Mark, okay.
0: Yeah. And then the other thing you might want to look at is our leadership program. And I know this sounds very simple, but we have a 12-month program that after six courses, which is six months, one course a month, one class a month, you get your esports leadership certificate. And how you complete after the six courses is you have a small event, just like what you were at with Kevin Vela's, uh, that we consider an event because I know that you've done this for a long time, but so many people want to and haven't, and it's just like doing it. Like, it's really like just getting off the bench and thinking about it, getting on court and just playing and enjoying it you know so that's the whole that's the whole thing right there and we turned it into an esports leadership program and we have 12 different topics 12 different um per, uh leaders uh and facilitators and but only six courses are required to receive that so okay. you know you you know that's i'm just I'm just feeling that that might be something you would enjoy with your passion for school, while you're a lifelong learner and leader.
1: Yes, I, I I told a lot of people this. I I really wish at the time when I was going to school and way before then, when I was going for my associates before I got my bachelor's, I I wish they had like east like esports degrees, but it didn't. Esports degrees really come into play to around about 2020, 2021. So that is not something I definitely will look into.
0: Yeah, you 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 most certainly should. Um you're a member, so it's free. And it's just part of a member benefit here. So, you know, I think it it's it's great experience, it's great networking, it's you know, sharpening sharpening your 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 pencil, if you will. Um so A lot on the horizon. I imagine we'll see you for esports next um, in July. And um, what else is um, ahead of you at this moment in time?
1: So currently ahead of us, we're currently planning for the 2024 season that is coming up in, I want to say, late May or June-ish. So To a lot, I guess, if a lot of people in the drifting community are watching, so be prepared for the season to start in around May to June. um, Definitely, I want to say no later than mid June. So a lot of a lot of the scheduling is still being worked out at the moment. So we're preparing for the twenty twenty four season, and also we got a lot of um, big events that I can't really talk about right now because a lot of stuff is under NDA. But we do got a lot of big events coming up. Um, this year I, and I can say I want to say potentially three to four events big events coming this year
0: well that's amazing congratulations what keeps you motivated what keeps you going because you sure uh, have a long track record
1: uh so a lot of stuff that keeps me going um I guess a little a little fact about I me mean, I do like FPS games um I, I I've if i'm not organizing i'm really heavy into playing a lot of call of duty and and everything like that so i keep a lot of tra- keep on track with the call of duty league but um i do like what um a guy named um Nate Shot um he's i guess people uh is goes by the name of, of Matt, um of Matt, but i call him by his regular um gamer tag but he's currently the current owner of 100ds um But he is somebody that I currently, you know, I look at and keep motivation because he started off playing in his room, in his basement. He was working at McDonald's and he's got his shot in Call of Duty, started winning championships and he decided to become his own entrepreneur and make his own um, esports arc, which is currently a successful art that he's doing. Um, so I I watch a lot of um Nate Shot's content and just his motivation and and everything and I kind of transfer that and twist it along into a move to into the esports virtual sim world and that's what keeps me really motivated alongside with my um, staff. My staff keeps me motivated, um, and alongside the people, just you know, family and friends that also that keeps in contact and don't you know never give up you know wh- whoever the haters are forget the haters keep the positive people in your mind and, and right. keep it and keep it moving
0: well that's boy <laughs> words of wisdom thank you and i i was so happy to meet you personally like so soon right after you joined i i certainly i try to get around to cities fairly for our, um, for our different connections. Um, I'm really grateful that you're part of the Dallas leadership, um, and the Dallas chapter, um, and really looking forward to seeing you again in July for the race and bringing your, the race and our conference and bringing, you you know, your team along and, and learning about everything that you're doing um any any parting wisdom besides keep the vibe high
1: <laughs> yes um i would like to give a shout out of course to my sponsors next level moza racing and 3d rap I'd like to thank you for keep keeping that support for esda and helping us throughout every season you guys have been nothing but amazing um, like to thank my family and friends. Thank you for keeping me, keeping me on track, keeping me in the positive track, and just keeping me on point. Um, and most important, my mom.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: also, mainly, um, secondly, to my staff. Um, uh, ESDA would not be where it was at if it wasn't for my current staff from Keenan Cousin. Um, he's he's my lead commentator. Um, Joe Pirro, He's also the commentator and also the live streamer. Um, also to Doug, to Brady, and to the rest of the staff um, to ESD, I'd like to thank y'all for being there, being supportive and helping making these events um and making these events happen. And also I can't forget the drivers that also come and compete. Thank yeah. you for taking the time and taking the weekends to show up and to compete at these. Um, long and endur- endurance and um, can be a little tiring events as well depending on how far they go in the competition but I really thank them for showing up and out, you know without all of that esda wouldn't be where it would be at today.
0: What a leader you are thank you for being on the show how can people find you Harold?
1: So everybody can find me on the link tree at linktree um, Association. Or you can find us on our YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash Esports Drift Association, or Esports Drift. Um, also, and our main, I guess the main go-to is our Instagram, would be Instagram.com/slash Esports Drift
0: Association. Well, thank you. It's been a great show. We look forward to more to come, and thank you for just being such a great member of the Esports Trade Association.
1: No, thank you. It's like I said, it's been, it's been nothing but great since I've joined and um, I'm looking forward to do more events with with you, Megan, with John and everybody else as that is a part of the um, ESTA.
0: Right on. Thank you. That's another episode today of Esports Connected. Thank you, Harold McKinney thank and you. our, um, and, 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 you know, everything that you're doing for this drift community that is so exciting for esports trade association and, and more. So look forward to seeing you in July, July 7th through 9th in Chicago. Thank you everyone.